All right, I have a little I have a little news that's related to the central topic of this show, which of course Oh, Apple I thought watches. it was going to be about your Mac Mini, but go ahead. Is it, no, it's the Apple Watch. It's the Apple Watch. The Mac Mini <laughs> passé, last year's topic. Mm-hmm. That was a mid-season uh, arc. <laughs> I'm turning over a new watch. Is what I'm doing. Good. Mm. So we went uh, the other day. My wife and I went to the Apple Store because she has a pair of Beats X, and one of the earbuds died. So we were looking into what it would cost to get it repaired. Which, as it turns out, eight million dollars. The answer is twenty bucks less than buying a new pair of Beats X headphones. Yeah, that's right. What she did. Right. That's what happened. That's what happened with Karens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Guess we're buying new ones. You know, even the guy, the genius that we talked to there, pointed out like, so, but a new pair is is ninety nine. So why would anyone do that? And he kind of like paused and did a. That's a great point. I I have no idea. (laughs) It's like cool. (laughs) Run that one up the chain. Uh, but while we were on the way there, Kat turned to me and said, you know, I kind of, I kind of feel like I want an Apple watch, (laughs) (laughs) which she has steadfastly resisted for the last several years, despite me like kind of every once in a while being like, oh, you know, you get an Apple watch, you could do the fitness tracking stuff. And she's like, no, I don't want an Apple watch. And then unprompted out of nowhere, I'd given up. (laughs) She's like, I kind of want an Apple watch. (laughs) So we looked at some Apple watches, um, and we actually, I guess because when we, we were in there, she, um, they asked her if she wanted like it set up and stuff. And she said yes. And so we had to like come back later in the day. And then it turned out that there was a line because there were a bunch of people waiting for their phones, like to get their phones and set them up. So uh, we ended up just going home anyways. But yeah, she bought an Apple Watch, which... Um, My hope is that I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess. Yeah. Did she go with a gold case and a gold... <laughs> loop that look exactly the same and perfect together <laughs> someone's been reading my twitter yeah someone read it <laughs> uh yes she bought a gold aluminum gold uh in the 40 millimeter and a gold milanese loop which looked pretty good in the store and then we discovered later when in different lighting they don't look quite as complimentary and that's because yes i know the gold milanese loop was designed to go with the stainless steel gold watch I That's get what it. You get. Do you get it? I get it. I don't know if you get it. Uh, I get it. <laughs> I think I get it. But I understand. Seems the from your anger, you don't get it. I'm not angry about it. I'm just trying to help her. <laughs> She's annoyed, and I'm just like, I, she asked me, like, why? Can you ask people on Twitter and see if they're annoyed by this? I'm like, it doesn't bother me, but I will ask for you. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm the Twitter bad guy. And, ask people on Twitter and see if they're annoyed <laughs> by something. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of warned her about that, and then she said late yesterday. <laughs> yeah, she, after I I'm guessing about she's it, not on Twitter that she much. She said she read all of the responses. <laughs> she was kind of depressed. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I kind of warned you that was going to happen, huh?" <laughs> uh, but she likes it. She does. Aside from that, uh, and then the only other issue she's run into is she uses Runkeeper to track her workouts, and for some reason. It doesn't, it, this is super weird. I don't use Runkeeper, so I have no idea why this is the case, but she'll start a run on her watch. And when she was finished, it's supposed to sync to Runkeeper on her phone. And it shows up in the health app on the phone. Like it gets logged in there, but it doesn't show up in Runkeeper app on the phone. And she's really annoyed by that. And I was like, I have no idea. That sounds like a Runkeeper problem to me. Yeah. So I will say the one solution is uh, just never run. That's how I handle it. Nice. Nice. Um, Good call. I did appreciate I had to do a 
not that long walk, but like a 20 minute walk from my office to an event last week in Manhattan. And uh, I was a few minutes in and my watch was like, it looks like you're maybe on an outdoor walk. Do you want to lock this as fitness? And I was like, sure, we can pretend that I'm doing something that's for fitness. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't know that was a feature of the Apple Watch. Maybe it's been there from the beginning. Maybe it's not that new. I have no idea. But it was exciting to me that it noticed that I was on a walk because I will, because I very rarely am intentionally saying, hey, I'm going to do this thing for my physical fitness now. It's only going to be incidental. And the watch noticing it and telling me to like be proud of it was good because now I keep thinking about it. I wonder if I can walk far enough that my watch will encourage me to <laughs> log it as another walk. Um, so that worked for me. Yeah, that's a good uh, feature. I also have, I have a feature that I want, which is basically all, all I want from my electronic devices is that they be smarter than I am. And I want my <laughs> phone to go, hey, asshole, it looks like you're getting ready to leave the house and you still have to put your watch on because today I feel naked. <laughs> my watch charges by my nightstand. I leave my bedroom and it's pitch black. Like I just forgot to grab it. And because uh, everybody else is asleep when they leave the house early. And I forgot it. And so now I have, I'm getting no steps today. Whatever mm-hmm. minimal streaks mm-hmm. I had are already done. It's just dumb. It's like, why am I even moving today? And I just <laughs> wish my watch had warned really, me. Like, yeah. You're being so stupid. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's called withdrawal. Yeah, I imagine that's a thing that they could do. If not n- currently, then when they start adding that like crazy tracking chip, the U one thing that's in the new phones. I feel like if that mm-hmm. were in the watch, you could probably set up something that's like when I get you know more than five feet away from my watch, <laughs> throw up a fuss. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, you're leaving your watch. You, you may Are been, you okay? <laughs> you may have been dismembered. They should just have it automatically call 911, like that fall detection. <laughs> right. Lex is left without his watch. This is an emergency. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hopeless. I'm sorry. That, that's a bummer, Lex. It's, you might as well. You might as well just go home. Exactly. Uh, but very, very slowly. Because uh, I don't... I'm <laughs> Take not a gonna, cab. Exactly. I also... I got notifications this morning as we record that um, my box to ship back my old phone has been shipped. Nice. <laughs> and then right after that, I got a notification that my phone has shipped. I had a sense that those things were going to happen because yesterday, my Apple card was like, hey, we just charged you and it's from Apple Store. And I'm like, well, I'm not in an Apple Store. The number does not exactly match any numbers that Apple has emailed me about the phone, but it's close. <laughs> it's within a couple dollars. So I was like, all right, I'm going to assume that's the phone and that like my Apple card hasn't been stolen and used for purchases at the apple store well, which seems like I, very unlikely i mean they knew yeah. you would get three percent back so they want like they're doing you a solid mm. i use the yeah, i used the apple card to buy the watch for cat and uh it didn't immediately usually it immediately pops up like the notification that i bought something but it didn't show up for a super long time and so i had this moment of did we just steal an apple watch is that what i happened? get i get the notifications i get from apple about having purchased things particularly on the itunes or app store are ridiculously late because i bought uh the spider-man the latest spider-man movie I mean, when it came out, which was over a week ago, and I just got the notification, hey, you just bought, like, I get these notifications, and I'm like, I didn't remember buying anything in the last couple of days. They're like, no, this is a thing you bought, like, a week and a half ago. I think it's because on iTunes especially, they batch stuff, like, to charge a bunch of stuff at once. I don't know. I I assume it makes sense for some weird financial reason for them to, like... But because I, I agree, I get the same things. Like, I'll get, oh, you hear know, the movies you rented in the last week. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. I, I also tweeted today about my Apple Card thing where my uh, statement listed, yeah. you know, you owe us X dollars, but you have no transactions, <laughs> which was a little, it's like, well, I'm not going to pay it until I actually see a list of transactions. So apparently this is, did, is this your first statement? Yes. Okay. 
So I guess what it sounds like is this is a bug that affects certain people. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, I, I talked to both the. I did like the in the chat in the wallet thing to be like, hey, mm-hmm. and I've got like this happened, and here's a screenshot. It took a long time for them. Like when I did it for the whole opting out of arbitration thing, they were very responsive. But today, I guess you know. The call volume is higher than normal. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe everybody with their stupid empty statements, but they told me it right. was a known thing that they were working on and they were going to regenerate the statements by the end of the day. And then they found me on Twitter too to tell me the same thing. So, yeah, fine. Please stop talking about this on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, you <laughs> cannot avoid just paying your bill. <laughs> please, please read the terms of service. We have <laughs> prohibited you from talking about this <laughs> we, on Twitter. We have now charged you twice. Yeah, because I checked my statements and I had a an August statement and a September statement, and both of those have things in them. So, regrettably, well, look look at this guy. <laughs> regrettably, <laughs> particularly the September one. Yeah, the September one is not. <laughs> I, I did buy an Apple Watch on it, which was. <laughs> yeah, so it did adds I. up. Oh uh, yeah, good point. Yeah. My um my Apple credit card bill is definitely my lowest credit card bill because I still prefer to use my other cards for most things. When are you choosing to use the Apple card? I'm obviously using it when you're making Apple purchases. Do you use it anytime something takes Apple Pay? Are you like, all right, I'm going to use that for the two percent? No. Yeah, I do not. <laughs> oh, interesting. How about that? There you go. There's your answer. I for the most part I do use it, um, but I use a smattering of cards, and I have really no no real um discernible method to my madness <laughs> i always use my amazon card on amazon for obvious reasons and there is the, the the united card i use is great in that it gives you miles but the miles you use very rarely and then when you use them you're just pissed because it takes so many miles and then now they're all gone like you spend so much time working to build them up and then you spend the money trip and now forget it they're gone and you got to spend another year or two building it up um but the amazon card like you go to check out it's like hey do you want to pay for this or do you want it to be for free thanks to your credit card points I'm like let's do it for free that sounds great um the real timeness of that reward really has an effect on me more than like a notification from apple like hey you got two dollars back this month <laughs> okay yeah. terrific well i i mainly use it for apple stuff i've used it a few times for apple pay we're in places where it's like well i'm just buying something kind of on a whim I would be tempted to use it for more places, like even the grocery store. Uh, it's just our finances are not currently set up in a way that makes that... It just gets more complicated. Like, we have a shared debit card, but we don't have a shared credit card currently. So, And you can't share the Apple card. The Apple card, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm kind of using it haphazardly, but I am using almost all the Apple stuff that I buy goes through it, including the uh, iPhone upgrade program loan payments, which is good because that's like, you know, 50 bucks a month. Yeah, I don't understand exactly how I'm going to link those to the credit card because that hasn't been obvious to me yet. Did you already solve that, Dan? On the upgrade program? Yeah, because my I think mine like takes from my bank or something. Well, yeah, you can go. There is a um, the citizen. So you get your loan through Citizens One. There is a web yes. interface where you can log yeah. in and change your payment method. And I just you had to pull the one downside to it is you have to pull the like physical quote-unquote card number from the wallet app and like paste it in rather than using apple pay because it doesn't support apple pay ironically (laughs) (laughs) but you're still gonna get the three percent seem like seem like they're they're running they're still running stuff on a wang (laughs) (laughs) it does still qualify for the three percent though i you do it's noted on my (laughs) transaction register because there's a bunch of stuff now they've started adding more vendors to that like i think uber you can get three percent on now yeah and i thought was Walgreens one of them or something? There was something else. There was some other physical store. So I, I gather there's probably a lot of places that they're making deals with to say if you use it here, you also get 3% back. So that will make it 
more and more attractive, but there are certain places like I'm guessing I'm never going to get 3% back at Whole Foods. <laughs> like Amazon's not going to be like, oh yeah, use your app card here all the time. I've got a couple of one well, I look forward too. to trying to figure out what the hell my citizen one citizens one username is. Uh, I'm already trying the forgot password thing and it's rejecting my combination of low number and last four of my. Well, you may not have one set up because it's like if you set it up in the store and did it in the store, you may not have set up a, an online. I did it through the app. But yeah, you're right. I might have to just create one. So yeah, I think you can do that and then put your loan number in and it will associate it with the account. Yeah. I kind of remember doing that. And it's weird for me because every time. Read it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. But what's your password? Um, (laughs) Social security number. Every time I upgrade the phone, basically what it does is it creates a new loan. So if I look in my citizens, one thing now, it it lists like, here are your last four loans for all the phones. You know, they're all paid off. Yeah. But like, you know, it's uh, sometimes I pick the wrong one and I get very confused. I think it's an issue. I think it can be an issue, though, for some people. The fact that it creates a new loan every single time, um, depending on people's credit. I think that sometimes like you can go into the store. I've heard this from some people where you go into the store and they're like, oh, sorry, we can't. You can't get an upgraded phone because for some reason you've been denied for the loan. Hmm. because you have too many like you've had too many loans in the last like five years or something that seems i don't know how i don't know i'm not exactly sure what the thing is that 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 flips that switch but um i have definitely heard from some people that um the fact that that it is creating new loans every year is a problem weird yeah now i've I've not run into that and i've been doing this basically since the upgrade program started yeah Uh, we have some follow-up by the way Oh yeah, hit me with the follow-up. We have two. We have a, cu- a couple of follow-up things. Um, first of all, I, I a few weeks ago I mistakenly said that Mario Kart only plays with the um, Joy Cons. That is not correct. I did not mean Mario Kart. I meant Mario Party. Okay, so, I don't. I don't even remember this I regret, conversation. <laughs> I regret the mistake, uh, and I will now disappear from this podcast to think about what I've done. Uh, <laughs> and then the other one was uh, Dan had said that. She, had complained about the auto playing previews on Apple TV and oh, yes. uh, a reader, Jason G uh, let us know that you can, if you go into accessibility settings, turn that off. Yes. Which I've done, well, thank you. which is thank nice. You, Jason. The, the downside to it is still, it's still like a full screen ad backdrop. Yes. Which it still shows an image, but it doesn't auto play though. Yeah. At the moment I've now moved Netflix into the top left spot on my Apple TV because at least then it shows me stuff at the top that I'm actually watching. Mm-hmm. Right. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. I, 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 I'm annoyed by it. I'm, I think that's a stupid change and I think it's yeah. a backwards, backwards move, backwards move, Apple. <laughs> uh, I also have some follow-up. <laughs> oh, Okay. An entire episode of follow-up. <laughs> people, people love it. People love the continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, last <laughs> week, we were talking about cloud storage, uh, and I mentioned that I was annoyed by Dropbox's three-device limit, and I was going to look into moving stuff off of it. I have now moved about 95% of my stuff off Dropbox in the last week, all pretty much into iCloud. Like I also uh, archived a bunch of stuff on my Synology that like i don't even need this on a cloud storage service right now and so basically all i have left are shared folders and i have one app that only syncs with dropbox uh which is a little irritating but scrivener and i use it a lot so i kind of need it oh yeah (laughs) basically it's just shared folders now um and so i'm down to like it's it was funny to like as i slowly remove stuff um because i was at like 90 percent 
I think of storage usage and somehow I have like 26 gigs. I'm now down to 4.1% of 26 gigs. So I've got only got like a gig or two on, uh, on Dropbox and you know what? It's fine. I haven't run into any problems yet. Like it was, yeah. it was a convenience, 20- but yeah. Yeah, I use 20% roughly, but mostly because when I moved, I was too lazy to go back and clean the stuff off of Dropbox. (laughs) I just copied things over and then said, "Ah, I'm done. (laughs) Halfway molts is what we call them. That's right. (laughs) I still like Dropbox. I don't have the Dropbox challenges yet, but I'm glad to know that you guys are paving the way for once they infuriate me that there are other solutions out there. You'll get there. Yeah. I will say I really like the... um, dropbox updates in ios 13 um it is very very convenient to save things to dropbox and get things from dropbox and ios which i appreciate it had never been like a giant pain but now it's much more straightforward i feel like in I, was, iOS 13. I was gonna ask lex are you a are you a paid dropbox user or no um yes and no i have a free account and then i have a work account the work account is paid okay all right yeah because that was the issue i run into if like if you so if you have a paid account you don't hit the three device limit which is the only reason like it wasn't about storage space or anything like that i was fine with that it was just the the device limit and some people have said if you you restore your phone somebody said if they were they restored their phone from itunes and it didn't end up being a problem i have no idea i have no way of testing that um but maybe it just depends like how you restore your phone from your previous phone i'm not sure but it was annoying and I think I can get by mostly without it, so I'm not going to worry about it. Well, I have uh, some news as well that I Whoa. was hoping to get to share oh, on this episode okay. of the show. And this is 100% true. Uh, my daughter's having a bat mitzvah soon, and it was requested that I get a black suit. And I don't have a black suit. I only have gray suits. And I was like, where the hell am I going to get a black suit? Wait, I know. <laughs> I saw this coming from a mile away. <laughs> but so this, did I. this is 100% true. This is 100% true. I have ordered another a third indochino suit out of pocket uh because indochino was founded on the belief that you don't have to spend a boatload of money to have a custom wardrobe and now i'm gonna have three suits which is i think the right number uh but uh, this will be the third indochino suit i own because i like the other two so much i like that uh they fit the healthy contours of my frame uh <laughs> once you go custom as you know <laughs> <laughs> Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more made to your exact measurements for a great fit. And you get to personalize every detail, including the lapel, lining, and your own monogram on my new suit. I, I did the monogram for the first time, and I didn't go initials. I just went Lex, and that'll be inside inside the blazer the best part is that they are affordable almost all of their custom clothing is under 400 dollars us and that's true for the suit i just ordered start your style upgrade now with 30 dollars off your total purchase of 399 dollars or more when you go to indochino.com and enter code rebound at checkout plus shipping is free that's indochino.com promo code rebound for 30 dollars off your total purchase of 399 or more this is an incredible deal for made to measure clothing you really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. It's custom or bust them. You know, they call them three suit Lex is what they call them. <laughs> really? I think that name suits me just fine. Oh, oh I see what you did there. <laughs> you killed John. You killed, you killed him dead. It didn't really take that much. But yeah, that's true. He was on life support. But indeed. Uh, so Lex, you're still waiting for a phone. I am. I think it's going to come soon, though. I feel good. Apple's like, it, it could not arrive for another week, but UPS is like, we think it'll be there in about three days. Okay. All right. So, we'll see. Maybe. Maybe not. 
<laughs> Jeez, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate your optimism. Maybe you'll never get it. Nice phone. <laughs> Shame selling where to happen to it. Uh, yeah, right. I was, you know, Smash. when uh, when Dan was talking about Apple Watch bands, I will say, you know, as you guys know, I got, uh, I guess it's aluminum, whatever the the entry level case is. Is that aluminum for the Apple Watch? That is aluminum. Yes. Yeah. And I've not tried it yet with any of my old bands that all went with whatever was the medium thing that I got the first time out. I'm nailing all these things. What what, what was the original? Um, was it, you, got, you, got stainless stainless steel. Steel. you got stainless, stainless steel. steel. So and I haven't tried any of my... <laughs> let, me, let me detail the watches that you've gotten. Thank you. But I haven't you... tried any of my stainless steel paired bands with my aluminum watch yet because I'm nervous that they won't look good. Basically the same problem that Dan's wife ran into. So I Didn't am, you change watch uh, sizes though? Didn't you go to the smaller one? No, because oh, no, I didn't I did. want to abandon mm, I my bands. I, I went to the 44. Gotcha, or gotcha. And what, yeah. what color aluminum case did you get? Black, I think. This, this space gray. Yeah. 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 I don't have it on, so I can't check, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what it was. <laughs> all right. It wasn't gold. <laughs> Were you paying attention at all when you made this purchase? <laughs> I'm, I've been very drunk for a very long time. <laughs> is, that one, is that one all right? Give me that one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I went space gray. I'm going to look it up while we're talking, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that seems like a pretty basic <laughs> oh, he's feature basic. of the watch. He's basic, John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, ha- I had to get, I mentioned this before, but I had to get all new bands, which was, you know, actually kind of fun. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you still pr- predominantly buy third-party bands, John? Or? I, for the most part, yeah. I mean, I got one. I got the Floral Elastomer one from Apple, but uh, I, got, I bought two others. From Clockwork Synergy, Clockwork Synergy. Okay, I've never. I've only bought yeah. one third-party band, and it was the Milanese Loop faux Milanese Loop that I uh, wore at the wedding. Yeah, right. Which otherwise I'm not. I, wear. I do really like third-party bands. Like, th- there's some third-party stuff I don't like to use with Apple products, but a band seems like it's really hard to mess up your watch. So I have no problem with third-party bands. I just curious. I just want to. I'm always interested in the ones that are actually like decent quality, right? Like, and I've seen some. There are some third-party bands that are expensive, right? Like, there's one. There's one yeah. Nomad people talk about, the Nomad bands, and it's like, they're easily as pricey, if not more pricey, than the Apple bands, and it's like, they look nice, but I, I just don't, I yeah. don't see myself spending that much. Yeah, I think these Clockwork Synergy ones I like because they're they're good, they're well-made, um, but they're in the, like, 20 to $30 range. Yeah, see, at that range, I can just, yeah, it's, a, it's an impulse purchase for me. Yeah. Okay, all right, I'm gonna look into that. Put it in the show notes last week, Dan. You gotta um, read the show notes, man. Yeah. I do, I do so many other things. That's just too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've gotten I've gotten a few. I got one on Etsy that I liked for a while, but then sort of like just got ratty real quick mm-hmm. um, and too loose. And Karen's gotten a few just like off of Amazon, like the cheapest thing that she could get off of Amazon. Of course, like she's gotten various results from those. Like one of them, just the color went bad within like a couple months and then mm-hmm. but then a few other ones have been fine so it's sort of a, it's more of a crapshoot if you do that gotcha i will say i the the official band i got with my new watch is the alaskan blue sport loop it was my first fabric apple watch band um and it's an official one and i really like it i like everything about it except how loud it is <laughs> to remove <laughs> yeah. that that sound of oh, apple branded velcro it's, okay yeah 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 I'm doing some foley work um, over here for you guys I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but I've been pleased with every third party band I got. I just couldn't even tell you what companies they came from. Cause it, like, uh, like, Karen, cause you don't I pay guess, attention who, to your uh, purchases. I do, yeah. Right. I just do Amazon stuff when I, mm-hmm. when I've done it. Right. Like, 
if it's cheap and looks like it'll fit the watch. I will say, I think it's supposed to be like super easy to change out Apple watch bands in general. And it's not hard to change out Apple watch bands. I'm just surprised that none of them like give an indication of which side is which, if you know what I mean. Cause sometimes right. it can yeah. be a little bit tricky and you can put it on backwards. It's, I'm surprised they don't like label it's the funny sides. one at a time. Yeah. Lex, it's funny because I was looking at your, the picture you just sent us of your watch and I was like, Oh, they put like the buckle part on the bottom of the watch, which is not how I wear mine. <laughs> I wear mine with the top. So I guess, you know, the other part is it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. I mean, there are some, you know, if you've got like a yeah. standard buckle, then usually you can tell which side goes where. Although, again, it probably doesn't really matter. <laughs> as long as the watch stays on your wrist, I don't think it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. If it stays know. on your wrist, it's doing most of what it's supposed to do. I don't know. I think you might be wrong. <laughs> they call me upside down watch Morin. <laughs> right. Do you have your watch turned around too? <laughs> well, you may yeah. be wearing your watch just completely backwards. <laughs> Dan, are you jealous of the fact that Kat's watch is always on? Uh, a little bit. It's funny. She was super excited that she had a piece of technology that was newer than what I had. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it subtle enough that you could just swap out your watch cases one time and she wouldn't even know <laughs> yeah aside from the different colors and different sizes yeah totally that right. would totally work yeah. <laughs> yeah i so i mean i think she i she was a little uh she had to pick a a watch face that was less obvious i think she was worried that some of the ones she was trying out earlier it was too obvious like when the screen lit up when she like moved her hand around or something and she was like yeah mm. i present I, like i talk at meetings a lot and i gesticulate and i'm worried it would be super distracting if that if the watch keeps like lighting up or whatever so i think yeah. she had to find a, a watch face that was that was less obtrusive on and i told you know as i pointed out it's like you can turn it off too i, I assume i assume there's a way to turn off the always on screen and just go back yes, to the old is. behavior yeah yeah um so yeah i uh but I think I'm a little jealous, but I'm so used to it. It's it, like, I, I will get there eventually, but it's not worth the that being the sole reason to upgrade. I switched to a, because I, I was a, I, I don't know, I consider myself a famous uh, modular face user. <laughs> um, <laughs> a strong proponent. They call it modular molds. <laughs> yeah, I was a strong proponent of the modular face, um, but I switched to California just because it's on all the time and I just like the look of the California one more. Although it does, it only has two complications, which I, which I don't like, but California, um, I thought it I'm more than that, but I'm switching back. I'm doing two more, two things that I used to do a little bit, but not as much as I'm doing now, which is switching watch faces. So I just swipe to the modular one. If I, there's complications that I want to use or I use, I'm using the dock a lot more. Wait, the, the California one has five. Cause it's got one. But where are the other ones? They're, I think that I, they're, maybe that's true. They're, but they're in obnoxious places. There, there's one in each corner, and then one on the. That's inside. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. But uh, and I can't stand the one. I, they they bug me. <laughs> what, what the ones? In the Boy, I don't even know about this California watch face. Holy crap! This is like everything. You no, know what they it doesn't on my watch. Wait, what? I guess no, because I just checked. It's, there's two complications on the smaller watch. Oh really? I guess so. I didn't realize that. Yeah, because I was talking to Albert about it last night, and he said there's more than that. And I was like, no, there's only two. Really? Oh, I did not realize the faces were different between the different sizes. Nor did I. That's that's surprising. You're, you're looking at the California one, right? Yeah, it's the one. And the thing see. I don't like about the California one the watch face is that yeah. it has the monochrome um, complications. It may also yeah. depend. Does it depend okay which um, oh, which ah, but which which view are you using? Are you using you're using full I, screen? There's, there's, yeah, it looks oh, like there's oh, a many yeah, many wait, permutations wait okay. of, yeah, this, okay. of this bad boy. That's what it is. Is you're using the full screen versus the circular? 
Yes. Yes. Nah, that's okay. So I that's the difference. It's not the, yeah, right. I'm using the full screen. I didn't even know that this watch face existed. I, I actually think that Apple watch could use work in terms of how you customize watch faces and how you browse them. Like they don't show you all of them when you're browsing them initially. And then you have to go to like more, but you're like more what? And this, I think that that whole thing is weird. And I think I would actually prefer to configure it on my phone, which maybe you can do, but if you can, I didn't know. <laughs> can you configure your Apple watch face yes, on your phone? You can. All right. Good. What a great feature. I'm glad they implemented that in my request. <laughs> you know, I wasn't sure of that either. <laughs> I haven't found my perfect Apple Watch face yet because I want... Uh, there's some that I like the aesthetics of, obviously, and some I don't. That's how it should work. But I really like when I can see my next meeting. Like, and, and some complications can fit that across the bottom of the watch face. So it's not one of the corner ones, but it's like a whole stretch across the bottom. And the watch faces I like don't let me do that thus far. And so instead, I have a complication that just says, like, you have a meeting now. But the reality is I always have a meeting if it's during the workday. I would love to see what it is without having to tap into it. And I can't find tap a watch face it. that lets me combine that. Yeah. <laughs> um, which face do you use by default right now? Dan, can we not ask me too many specific questions about my watch that I don't have on? Because I you clearly don't know what color it is. Called. Let's talk about it. Uh, well, I was going to say the the face that I use is the Infograph, which is the one that came um, the Infograph Analog that came with the Series Four watch, uh, which I like because mm-hmm. it does do the um, you can do the next appointment in that one along sort of the cur- like the tick marks of the uh, like secondhand tick marks. Uh, the one thing I hate about that. Uh, complication is that if you don't have any meetings, it tell it has like really big letters that are like no events. <laughs> it's like thanks. That's you could just not be there. <laughs> that would be preferable. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm putting calendar things on my calendar for tonight that tell me like check out California face and now infographic <laughs> face. I'm gonna look at them both. We're we're an Apple Watch show. We're back. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> now I want to say if if you're a listener and you're like man. They were talking about the Apple card. They're talking about all this cool Apple electronics and watches and bands that I should buy. I'm going to charge some of these things. How am I going to handle all this? I want to remind you, if high interest credit card bills are adding to your stress, we have the solution. Pay off your credit card balances and save money with a credit card consolidation loan from my friends at Lightstream. With Lightstream, you can get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with AutoPay. That's much lower than the national average interest rate of over 20% APR. Plus, your rate is fixed, so as rates continue to rise, your low rate won't budge. The online application is quick and easy, like Moltz. You can apply right from your phone. <laughs> and you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Just for my listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash rebound. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash rebound. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash rebound for more information. Okay. I'm trying to, I'm looking at this thing that you sent thing on customizing faces and I'm trying to figure out how did they get a red, Oh, how did they get red hands? I'll customize your face. <laughs> There's a nine to five Mac article from a couple years ago. Nope. From a couple months ago. Um, that explores the California face. Cause I don't love the face that Dan's using. I love it for Dan. I love Dan's face, but this, uh, <laughs> this infographic thing is too colorful for me. I don't want, I like, all the, yeah, I, I like I, all the colors. Yeah. I thought I liked it the first time I saw it, like when they showed it on stage and then I've tried it on my wrist and I'm like, Ugh. that's my default <laughs> actually. And multi- this is such a hilarious uh, complaint and calling a complaint is too strong, but I sometimes have an issue with the always on Apple watch face where 
if you're in like a bright place, I can't always tell if I've flicked my wrist enough to wake it up. So like you get a notification, you turn, you can see your watch face, but then you don't see the notification because the watch doesn't wake up. Oh, oh, I see. You have not had this issue. I feel like that's there's always been an issue with the um the pre series five because you could never tell if you're like the wrist detection is not great. I guess is the short way of saying that. And it was frustrating when you tried to look at your watch and it didn't come on, and you still had to flick your wrist. So I feel right. like they haven't improved that. <laughs> part of it i just want like i feel like the tiniest subtle clue that's more than just how bright my face is um like if the the little red notification dot was hollow or something so that you could see it's not fully because it always looks on <laughs> and it you can't sometimes you're touching it and nothing happens because it looks on but you haven't actually woken it up and so i would i would like some visual cue that it's not fully awake yet fair. yeah that's fair I guess it's, it's the, if you have an animated second hand, that could be the clue. If you have a watch face that has that, because they don't animate it when you're in. That's true. Correct. Maybe I should use that. That's going to become my new crutch. Thanks for working this out with me. You bet. This was a great journey that we went on together. <laughs> I was going to um, say, I also like the, um, the solar dial face that they added, I think, in this one. I think it's super cool looking. I can only assume that they had changed the this the changed the California watch face. I think they did. I remember seeing iOS something 6. about the hands. So that the hands are now they're not filled, which bugs me. I feel like I remember Gruber mentioning that at some point. Yeah. It looks better filled, but too no. late for that, I guess. Maybe they'll change it back. Yeah. They just wanted to be able to announce something big for for Watch OS seven. So <laughs> well, watch OS, the hands watch OS six point one point seven coming any day now. Yeah, exactly. It's Tuesday, um, and have we gotten another another <laughs> iOS update today? Because <laughs> we got one on Friday, and we got one on Monday. I don't. I haven't even. I haven't even downloaded the Monday one yet. Yeah, despite the complaints about it, I'm glad that it shows them. You know, actually fixing things quickly. Like I feel okay about that. Yeah. Rather well, than sure. when you would see those things where it's like, oh, Apple's patched this in a upcoming update. When does that arrive? Yeah, no one knows. <laughs> Could be weeks. Right. I'm actually on the fence about installing the Monday update, which I can't get the number to load, but 1312 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's 1312. Because yep. I hate when you have to do that dance of you have a new phone and the new phone is shipped with, I don't oh, know yeah. what my new phone has shipped with, if it's 13.1 or what, um, or 13.1.1. And if your old almost, phone is on a newer OS. It's almost certainly 13, so you're going to be screwed no matter what. <sighs> yeah. Sorry, buddy. Great. <laughs> I had to go through that whole thing because I was on the 13.1 beta. And you have to set up the, the new phone with like without even bothering to like Do restore anything. it from anything. Yep. Get it updated and then wipe it again. And that seems dumb. Like I thought maybe in the era of like you can touch your phones together, it could be better. So I'm hoping that it's I better. Actually I, think they do, I actually think that is better. The, the t- complication for me was that I was on the beta. It was not out yet. But I do think I kind of have a, a memory of the fact that if it's a newer release version, it can note that the the software is not up to date before you have to go through all that oh well, here's hoping yeah i think that's i think that's i'll right. report back on this follow-up for next week mm-hmm. my suit <laughs> will have arrived by then too so i've got all kinds of follow-up planned <laughs> i i actually only noticed this week that i um i have not yet installed i'm still running mac os mojave and i i just noticed that I mean, Catalina's not out yet, so you, what else would you be running? <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like so many people are now on the, so many people are on Catalina thanks to the beta program or because they wanted like all of their devices to be on new things. But like, I noticed that like, there's nothing that's 
this is a better way of phrasing it. There's nothing that's coming in Catalina than like, man, I can't wait till that feature's there. <laughs> so, well, I and, don't know and more exactly. to the point, everything I've heard about Catalina is not not great. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. I'm a little leery of updating. I, I same same here, and and I feel like. Although, I, although for me, I have enough old Max lying around that it's not like like if it's a game, I've got plenty of things to play it on. <laughs> I think it's just that, that the, part's not going to be a problem. That Catalina is so there's a lot more security stuff uh, in terms of locking down the system. I've heard a lot of complaints from people who are sort of power users, um, both because the system itself has all those prompts like, "Oh, this this app wants permission to do X," and there's just a ton of those. But mm-hmm. also for people who use command line stuff, apparently they've it seems like oh, they've yeah, they sandboxed a, a lot bunch of, of stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then for people who use apps that maybe require uh, additional, like somebody was talking about using, you know, Daisy Disk to check for storage and how that was just, Catalina was just very annoyed and like had a lot of <laughs> prompts and stuff. So I've been, I like you, John, I think I've been kind of wary about going there just because <laughs> it sounds not, there, there hasn't been anything to entice me and there's been a lot of things that sound like kind of a turnoff. <laughs> The only thing that entices me is the fact that they, I mean, it's not really enticed. It's more like handcuffs me is that at some point I'm going to want to update my reminders to the new version. And if I don't update my Mac to Catalina, it's not going to be able to read them. Yeah. Uh, And that's, that is an issue for sure. And the other thing was that there's no, I have to check. I updated to the latest. So there was a Safari 13 update which I hadn't installed on the Mac yet, but I just installed it on my Air. And prior to that, at least, iCloud tab syncing did not work between iOS 13 and Mojave because I think in iOS 13, they added a new, it's like encrypted end-to-end to all your tabs and your histories that are all like synced mm-hmm. via iCloud. And so I think the older version of Safari didn't understand that, didn't know how to deal with that. But I think I think 13 might. Um, so I have to check on that. But yeah, the reminders yeah. thing is a pain. And Karen has a lot of, um, for her work, she has a lot of third-party stuff, which I don't really have. I mostly use stock Apple stuff. Um, and so I would, I mean, I'm going to tell her not, not to upgrade just because it's either it's either not, a lot of those things I'm afraid are not going to work. Yeah. And uh, other things, I think it's just going to constantly throw up messages <laughs> saying <laughs> this thing is trying to, and she will go berserk. Yeah. And then I will have to, you know, constantly run into her office and... The- the way I've heard it, too, is there's been a lot of scrambling on developer sides to sort of not only inform users about how that needs to go, but also just to deal with all the new strictures in place. Yeah. So I'm, I think if we're still a ways, I think we're still probably at least a couple weeks from Catalina shipping, if not late October at this rate. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's not there yet. I just keep waiting for Apple to announce that they're calling it Mactober, because that's how big this month is going to be for i think you're gonna be waiting a while <laughs> yeah yeah it's update or bust them <laughs> you're not <Yeah>. wrong <laughs>